Cool. Good episode. Yeah, not good bad. Show. A little bit shorter than usual, but that's that's not a bad thing. That's oh, good. It's nine thirty where I am. So yeah, you're in you're in that crazy Eastern time zone thing. I, I don't know what y'all do out there. It's crazy. We're, we're lunatics. Yeah, um, it's nuts. What is? Uh, let's see. Huh. I've been rejecting more and more Facebook friend requests. You have Facebook? What's that? I said, do you have a Facebook? Oh yeah. Uh, in fact, I usually mention it in the in the wrap up just because Movie Byte has a, a much bigger following on Facebook than anywhere else. Hmm. Um, I don't like Facebook. I don't use it. One. You know, there are aspects of Facebook I don't like, but there are a lot of things I actually do like about it. I'm I'm kind of in the uh, uh, minority when it comes to tech nerds and stuff because most people and I and I do prefer Twitter. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but I don't mind Facebook too much, and I I generally accept uh, incoming friend requests. So. It's not even really a principle thing for me. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of people on the internet say like Facebook steals your information. I mean, my information is everyone's going to steal it. Is my you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they I, know everything, and they will always know everything. So if I'm afraid of that, you know, tinfoil hats put them on because there's just no way to escape it. Honestly, no. Um, if you're if you're on the internet at all, it, this is the way I look at it, uh, and I. Are we I still get, live, I, by the way? Oh, we are. This is this is our after dark, and we, we, we stay live unless you ask me to go off the air. Oh, I will stay on. Uh, and we, we yeah, actually in the chat room, uh, Harrow says uh, whoever that is, uh, <laughs> he says that he's also in the east. So you have a uh, what would you call it? A patron? Yeah, uh, I guess another another East Coast friend. Yes. Uh, so anyway, my 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 whole thing with yeah. Facebook is that um, <laughs> look, you're on Facebook because you want to you want to put things out there for people right so it's kind of like why would you have a facebook if you want to completely lock it down i I feel this way about all online services whether it's a website whether it's twitter whether it's facebook or anything i only put things out there that i want to be in the public or that i don't care if they're in the public otherwise if uh if i want something to be semi-private i mean i know you know phones can be hacked and whatnot and and government you know listens in on your conversations if you're one of those conspiracy theorists but if i want to have a private conversation i'll pick up the phone right yeah. So, so I, I, anything that I put out online, even in emails, like I, I, I do some confidential emails. I make very certain I know exactly where it's going. Uh, but for the most part, even emails I consider to be public information. It, it, it could possibly be public. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I think just assuming that it's public is the right assumption. Yeah, and and and, and for me, and I, maybe somebody can can tell me why you wouldn't think about it this way but for me facebook is is a a public facing thing like it is it's an online persona that you curate and that you don't just you don't lock it down and then post private stuff to it you facebook information is always going to be accessible somewhere by somebody for some reason and so it's a public venue that's the way i look at it yeah uh here you want to i know this isn't movie related but i've begun oh, app we, development Really? We can talk about anything we want on the After Dark. It can be completely I wanted to unrelated. show you my first venture. This is, again, public, but not really that public here. Where do I post this? Uh, you can send I it to it me. I like a Snapchat for... You can send it to me on iMessage. Yes, I could, but I want... Uh, do I want people to be able to see it? Oh, well, other than if you want people to see it, you can put it in the chat room. So I'm developing an app, and I've been doing it for a while. I've been secretly learning to code by night. Um, so far so good. Here is what the interface looks like. Let me know what you think. Are you on a five yet? iPhone five. 
Yeah. I am not. I'm still on the 4S. I see no reason to spend money to upgrade. I'm out of, I'm still in contract and Yeah, then I would just uh look at these on your Mac if I were you. Hey, back at you, Jody, in the chat room. Have you? I didn't see you before. Have you been here the whole time, Jody? He's one of our regular listeners. Interesting. So you're going for the whole flat interface thing, I see. Uh, only because I'm not a good designer. Uh, but I like it, yeah. I think that's... I mean, flat, I wanted, flat interface has its place, for sure. I think... I, so... Uh, Shame on you, Jody. Shame, 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 shame. Well, you'll have to listen to it when it comes out. Go ahead. Yeah, Alex. so uh, it's a weight tracker. It's the only one of its kind. If I told you that there were no good weight trackers in the uh, app store, would you believe me? No, because I have one. Which one do you have? Lose it. That's not a weight tracker. Uh, yeah, but that's one of its functions. I hate that app. It's so... It helped me lose 25 pounds. Let me tell you, this is, I had a Palm Pre back in the day. They had best weight tracking app ever, and this is essentially a clone of that. It looks a lot different. Uh, wait, 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 which, which Palm device? Palm Pre. Oh, okay, okay, that makes a little more sense. I thought you liked, like like the old Palm, never mind, okay. Let me see if I can find the app. I might have to credit them for like the inspiration. I haven't seen it in years. Is well, the Palm, Pro? the Palm Pre and the WebOS is dead, so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be. No, it's definitely not that. This is what most of these, there are, like, other than lose it, there's not a lot of, uh, there aren't a lot of good apps to do this. So this is just going to be, uh, like, a quick and easy app. Uh, you see, like, the green highlight for today's weight? Yes. Basically what you do is you just swipe up or down, and then you choose the, uh, this is it, I found it. That was easy. I wonder if this person, his name is Maxwell Baravian. That doesn't seem like a real name. Yeah, it sounds like a foreign name. Baravian. All right, um, here you go. This is, I'll post this in the chat room. Uh, Harrow in the chat room, do you currently code anything else? I think that makes a big difference in, on how easy it is. Um, yeah, so are you, are you doing like direct Cocoa programming or do you have a go-between or... Nope, I am. Uh, where's let's see? I have it bookmarked. I keep, I keep Apple's Guide bookmarked as I go along. Well, if you can, um, if you can do any Cocoa programming, you're a smarter man than I am. It's well, I've never really done any programming outside of like web development before. So this is, I guess, blank slate. Uh, ooh, I just realized the colors on this don't look right. I'm just starting to get into the interface stuff. So this is one mock-up. Yeah, I just wanted a weight tracker. It yeah. didn't exist. Now let me ask you, I, w- I won't mention it on the air what it is, but is this your weight? No. Okay. It's actually not. Because you're like, you know, I was going to say you're lighter than I am and you're much taller than I am. Yeah, this is not my weight. Uh, well, might be my weight. It's kind of close. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I just made these numbers up. Gotcha. Okay. I don't even know where yeah, they didn't come from anywhere. Well, that's cool that you're getting an app developed. You know, I, I've wanted to, for, well, for one thing, I just don't have time. My, my primary means of making money right now is filmmaking. Uh, but I, and, and then I, I, I also do some web development, uh, CSS and HTML. Uh, but uh, that, you know, I make a little money with that. So and I just, I haven't been able to find time to take away from making money to make ends meet in order to learn how to develop, uh, you know, apps for the iPhone and, and, uh, 
Objective C with Coco and whatnot. Um, yeah, I think I'd imagine it's um, I'd imagine it's uh, like a pretty lucrative thing if you do it right. Well, but I'm not really doing this to make money. This is more for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't really. I don't. I haven't even thought about. I mean, I've thought about business models. I shouldn't say that. I just haven't picked a business model. One of the problems I think now with getting into iPhone development is there's so many. There's so much noise out on the App Store that you have to overcome that. You have to get exposure somehow. But there's so many apps out there. Even if you have a really good app, I just don't know how you would push it and get people aware of it. You know, you. you it seems like you almost have to have a platform in place already. Like, like for instance, Jim Dalrymple launches his uh, Loop magazine. And instantly he he is a success, but he has a platform where he can push it and publicize it. You know? Yeah, for sure. And the same um, thing with Marco Arment when he launched the magazine, he already had an audience that he could he could. Uh, I just don't know how a guy like me could get started in that right now, at least not and and go straight to making money. Well, luckily I th- you know I don't know you know if I make a thousand bucks off of this, I'll be a happy camper. Um, <laughs> but I, I think you know I just I do want people to know about it existing. Uh, but I think I'll be able to do that just because, you know, some of those people follow me on Twitter. I've talked to them before so I can, you know, shoot them an email, shoot them a beta code. I, I'm not really concerned about that. Um, you know, like from like the tech community, quote unquote, I think I'll be good in terms of getting press and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, well, I mean, you, you've, you're friendly with uh, a, a guy who now works for, for or does podcasts for 5x5. Five five. I mean, you're, you're like on first, first name basis with the guy. I've never actually spoken to him, Mike, Mike Hurley. Yeah, Mike's great. Um, yeah, and so you, you've already, I mean, you can get, probably get him to mention it on Command Space or something. I might be a guest on Command <laughs> Space, who knows. Um, but I... That's one of a few apps that I'm working on. That would be, I'm making apps that scratch my own itch, so to speak. Um, yeah, well, I, I think those make the best apps. Like, like look, look at Instapaper. Instapaper was built. Marco built Instapaper to scratch his own itch. And look, I mean, I I don't know what I'd do without Instapaper. That, that if you see something on Movie Byte, there's a ninety percent chance that it went through Instapaper. Like I saw it during the day. I couldn't couldn't do anything about it, but I was I had five minutes to check my RSS feeds and whoa, this is a cool article. Or I was browsing the web, waiting on a render or something in Final Cut, and I said, "Oh, that's cool. I want to post it on Movie Byte. Send it to Instapaper. I'll get it later." Yeah, I am a uh, I'm a pocket user. Don't don't tell Marco. Y- y- yeah, we can't be friends. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I, could, I know, like, they're like a VC. I, I mean, I know, like, Marco's a cooler person. Yeah. But it's serious. It is, I think, at this point, a better pro- a better product. Uh, well, Instapaper does everything I need, so I don't care. I'm, I'd rather give Marco yeah. my money. Yeah, I mean, I think I would rather give Marco my money, too, but Pocket's great. And their Mac app was nice, which is the reason why I decided to start using it. Um, yeah. Oh, that that is a problem. I'm using uh, uh, Read Later, which got pulled. It's no longer. Uh, they, they they I think they switched to Pocket or whatever too. Uh, but I'm still using the old version that supports Instapaper. I love it. It's great. You know what's really bugging me though? Speaking of apps on the desktop, um, I as soon as soon as the Google Reader apocalypse was announced, I switched to Fever. So I'm hosting my own RSS thing, my own hosted RSS solution with Fever. But the problem is that the Reader for iPhone supports it, but Reader for Mac does not yet. They keep saying it's coming, but I really, as great as the web interface is for Fever, I'm really missing Reader for Mac. Yeah, I am a Reader user still. I've, it's really bad, and this is a case of neglect in the first degree. I have no idea what I'm going to do. I think probably I'll just sign up for David Smith's service. 
It seems to be the consensus that, that, that yeah, that's a really I, good one. I think that's what I would do if I hadn't already done Fever, but I, I just wanted my own solution that I could control my own destiny. So, also, I mean, he's a great guy, but I don't like his visual aesthetic that he does with his apps. In that, I don't really think there is one. Um, you mean David? You talking about David Smith still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't care for the look of it for sure. And uh, you know, coming going from reader, that would be tough uh, pill to swallow. Oh, so you are a reader user too. Mm-hmm. I love Reader. I, I really love Reader. Uh, and, you know, that's the other thing. I'll have to see what Reader supports. Hopefully, I'm thinking come July, we'll see what Reader supports on the Mac. And yeah, yeah. Well, I think it will be a relatively seamless transition. I think they've already announced that it will be out before the Google Reader apocalypse. So, yeah. Anyway. I'm, just, I'm not really. I haven't really. I mean, I paid attention to it when it happened, and then, but I didn't take any plans to. Uh, you know, prevent myself from, you know, having to go through all of this. I don't know how to, I'm just, I haven't really done a very good job here. And I'll send you a screen to my other app that I'm working on. I'm trying to, I'm imagining that maybe I'll release this under some sort of like development house name so that I can, uh, let's see, where's this one? And they when they would all so I they looked different for a while, but now they look similar. So this one is called Timely. And this is an app I know doesn't exist because it drives me crazy on a daily basis being a podcaster. That's literally I always do whenever I develop an app, I always do a splash screen first. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it gives you the look of the app and then it gives you you know, in this case, a sentence that describes it, which timely will be a simple time zone converter and event planner. You, you know way, what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry, way more simple than uh, just wait because just wait's going to, you know, ideally have an iPad app, um, which I don't think Lose It has. Uh, hopefully, you know, a website component, social features, timely is. The most it's ever going to do is like calendar integration, but definitely useful for podcasting. Yeah, you, you know what Joe and I do? We we used to have some time zone issues. We would, you know, before we did this, and we finally what we did is we we did a iCloud shared calendar, and so time zones are handled automatically. If he puts something in the calendar at seven thirty p.m. Eastern, it shows up for me at six thirty p.m. Eastern, or six thirty p.m. Central, which is really cool. And like definitely useful. Uh, I just think that uh, for a lot of the stuff that I schedule, uh, this is a much easier solution than having to put it in as a calendar appointment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And being able to shoot times back, especially because I do 15 minutes with, I do a lot of interviews with people from all over who I haven't talked to before. And they say, you know, oh, I'm free on Thursday. You know, uh, I'm on the Pacific Coast. uh, You know, like, but I have work until like six and then i say okay well what does that mean for me well in timely you would just swipe to whatever time works for you and then it would show you what the time is for the other people again not a complicated app but not necessarily easy to code for jody in the chat room if you had been here and been listening to my show and hadn't offended me no i'm kidding uh, you should have been here. You would have known. Uh, it is Alex Arena is the name of my guest. He's filling in for Joe this week. I do a, another. I actually do a podcast with him called In the Queue, 
que.am is where you'll find that uh, podcast. We're not doing one this week because, holy cow, I've had so many scheduling conflicts. But usually we do one every week. Huh. Look at that. An article I wrote is now on front page Oh, and Google search. I wanted to address the uh, thing in the chat room about laptops. You have to get Mac laptops and then your problems will be solved. I don't know what the problem is, but... Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Doesn't doesn't matter. I, I Look, I had PC laptops. I used to be a PC guy. I used to be a Windows guy. Did you know that about me, Alex? I didn't know that. Now, you're telling me that you're, like, never going to talk to me again because I use Pocket, but you're a P, you're an ex-PC user. I am. Uh, before I before I married my wife, actually, I was a PC guy, and I, I didn't Did she like... she convert you? Kind of. Like, I, I knew about Macs before I met her, but her whole family is a Mac user. But, well, then you picked a good girl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, she, that's so, how you know. Yeah, that's exactly how I knew. I knew I had the right one when I... No, no, no. So, um, anyway, she... Yeah, I was into PCs. Even when uh, when we started dating, I, I was still kind of into PCs, but I got my... I, I had so many troubles with PC laptops, and um, I just so many troubles... And finally, finally, just grudgingly, I got a Mac laptop. Uh, at the time, it was a PowerBook G4. It was the best laptop I had ever had at that time. And that thing lasted me. Uh, the only reason I sold it when I did is because the Mac led directly to me getting into the creative arts and making films. And uh, the film shop that I worked at, uh, the uh, the film company that I worked at was all Mac-based. Uh, and so, uh, I actually finally had to sell that computer and get a more powerful one, uh, as newer computers. I had that computer for four years, that PowerBook G4. Uh, and then I got, I've only had, you know what? I have only had three lap Mac laptops, three main primary Mac computers. I have other Mac computers around now, but my personal machine that I use on a day-to-day basis, I've only had three of them over the last nine years, I think it is. That's crazy. I had a power. I go through one a year. Holy cow! Well, see, I, 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 what I do is I buy the top of the line. I spend way too much money on these things. I buy the top of the line laptop that I can get. Like this last one I got, I bought it like the day after the the new ones were announced. It, 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 I have the seventeen inch. Uh, hang on, let me pull up about this Mac. Uh, 2.3 gigahertz Intel Core i7 with, uh, currently I, I got it, it had four gigs of RAM and I immediately upgraded it to eight. It currently has 16 gigs of RAM. I have an SSD in it. Uh, and it is, it was in March of 2011, top of the line. And that's how I make these things last for four years. Yeah, that's nice. I'm currently eight gigs of RAM, Core i5, SSD, 256 gigabytes, um, which is fine. I've got a two terabyte external hard drive. Right. I got one of those. Have you heard of them? They're like hard drive toasters. It's called. I ha- I've heard the name, but I don't know what it is. They're really cool. They let you. Uh, they're basically like docks for internal hard drives. So I just have a collection of internal uh, hard drives from laptops and desktops, and they all just let you dock them in USB three. So it's really fast. Um, that's why I bought this MacBook. Basically, what I do, and I know this is extremely bad, um, but I. Mm, let's see. I probably go through about a Mac a year. I upgrade around how, the time the Apple cares about up. Um, how can you afford to do that? Like, I love Apple products, and I, I, I personally, I don't think they're overpriced. I think you pay, you get what you pay for, but I can afford to buy one every year. I usually sell them at like a two hundred dollar loss. Is usually so. How, it's actually how do you that do bad. that? I, I can't. I mean, I know they hold resale value too, but I don't think I can get anywhere near that for my current laptop. Uh, Craigslist. 
Huh. Interesting. I always do really, really well. I mean, this is, I I like this a lot, so I'll be sticking with this for a while. I say that now, but. Tell me again which one you had. I was, I was doing something else when you mentioned it. uh, I'm on a 13 inch air, uh, the top of the line one, which is really, really nice. Um, I, I, I fluctuate between setups. I have, I've had my favorite setup of all time was the 11 inch air and a 27 inch iMac. You realize this is becoming the accidental tech podcast, our version of it. <laughs> this is our accidental tech podcast. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, you know, I, I can't, I don't think I could use a 13 inch air. It's just too small for me. I mean, I know that I'm also a professional working in a professional space and I think the 17 is too big. Like the only reason, okay, the, the, when I got the 17 inch laptop, it was the first model of any Mac to include Thunderbolt. And there were no accessories, and most of my accessories, and still are, uh, all are all card slot based. Uh, I have an eSATA uh, card slot adapter that I have to have in order to connect to most of the hard drives I work off of for film editing. And so I had to get a laptop with a, a card slot. Well, the card, the the Express Thirty Four card slot is going away. Like it's not going to be around much longer, and you cannot currently get an Apple laptop that has it. And when I bought this computer, I wanted to get another fifteen because I've been a fifteen inch guy. And you can only get the card slot at that time in the 17-inch laptops, which they don't make anymore. So I was a little frustrated. I'd rather have a 15. So um, for a while, I was thinking, um, I was thinking I would go for a 17-inch MacBook, um, and then I flew coach, um, which basically I forgot how cramped it was. And you know, I I fly coach all the time, mm, but I don't fly that often. Right. So around that time, I was like, oh, this will be great. And like, oh, like it's going to be a huge laptop and, you know, I'll never be able to sit on a coffee table at a coffee shop, but who does that? So whatever, it's going to be like a desktop sized laptop. And then I flew coach and I was like, all right, wait a minute. Like, I want to carry this thing around. That's not going to work. Uh, It is actually too big. So I settled uh, for the 13 inch MacBook Air, but I think what you need is uh, like a Retina 15 or a Retina 13. Oh, there is no question. If I were to buy a brand new laptop right now, I would get a Retina 15. Because, I think the, I would... because the accessories that I need do now exist as Thunderbolt. I just haven't bought them because I've not seen a need to do that. And 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 uh, I, yeah, I really like the, the, the lust side of me really wants a, a, a 15-inch Retina MacBook Pro. But my 17-inch is doing just fine. I don't need to spend the money. There was a big price difference between... So, uh, yeah, the big screens are good if you don't have... I have really terrible vision. Um, oh, that is one thing I don't like about my current laptop. You know, it was right before they went to Retina Display, and they kept packing the pixels tighter and tighter. So, okay, my 17-inch display... Uh, let me go to System Preferences. I can never remember the exact numbers. It's definitely um, more than 1080, right? It is. 1920 by 1200. Uh, is, is, and, and it's, that's at 1x, and so everything's just a little bit too small. Which I, I wish, like, obviously because it's an LCD, you I can artificially change the uh, resolution, but you don't change the actual pixel size, so it looks really stupid. It looks looks dumb. So, but I like the next size down that's available would be perfect if it looked nice. So I'm a little that 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 aspect of this computer I don't like. Uh, but the so the 15 inch Jay retina in the chat room. Let's see, who is this? Jody. Jody, Jody yeah. Jody says, my father-in-law has a 17-inch laptop, and the font is ungodly. This well, must that's PC. Windows, though. I was going to say, because I know, I know PC manufacturers do this, and it's the worst thing ever. They say, cool 17-inch screen. And they say, and people are like, oh, wow, I really need that big screen. And the, and the resolution is like 
1366 by 768. Oh, it's terrible, right. Which is, you know, like the pixel density of like an Atari. Um, <laughs> so I don't know. To me, I never look at screen size. Right now I'm no. running. What I actually did was I got the uh, largest, uh, the smallest screen with the when I bought an external display. Uh, I looked at a couple things. Price was definitely number one. I was not going to go out and I just dated this as kind of an auxiliary display. So it didn't need to be great. Uh, colors didn't need to be great on this. So I got an AOC display, uh, which is a great brand. What can I say? Um, I'm not even familiar with that. It's actually really cool. Um, and it's a cool monitor. Uh, and it's really nice. I like it. You can get them on Woot. They have them all the time for like 100 bucks. Uh, 21.5 inches and 1080p, which is... That's not bad. About the smallest 1080p screen that you can get for your desktop. So pixel density wise, it's the small it's the best pixel density you can get on a desktop display. Well, at least when I was shopping. I don't know if they've but anything uh, under 21.5. And 21.5 at 1080 is what the uh new iMacs run at. Yeah, I mean that sounds about right to me. Um I assume uh, the, definitely not retina though. Your air is not a retina, right? No, they don't have retina airs. I, I didn't think they, they, I didn't think they did. Now I, I assume you've used an air uh, a retina display though. I have. They're beautiful. Um, they're great. I I played with one at an Apple store for a while, and I've played with them at multiple occasions, being in there for computers being broken and iPhones and you, all that stuff. You have a Dell, don't you, Jody? Dude, you're getting a Dell. And I, I just want to see because I have a friend. Here's why I'm asking him. I have a friend who has this exact same problem with his laptop. The screen went out on his Dell, and he had to put it, set it up on his desk, and connect it to a monitor. And they wanted to charge him like six or seven hundred bucks to fix the screen. It's like you could just go buy a new Dell laptop. Oh, HP. Okay, I was wrong. Well, still, I've never had a screen go out on any Mac ever for any reason. Yeah, I can't say I have either. Um, and, and oh, this is the thing. Did you see that? I, I don't know where this article is at. So I, uh, technically, after Bar- after dark does have the capability of show notes, but I don't even know where it's at. But but somebody uh, posted a link recently to um, a, a thing showing that uh, Apple laptops make the best PCs. Like you, oh, yeah. you just install Windows that. on it. But because frankly, as much as I love, okay, like look, if, if I were to choose between Mac software or Mac hardware, like OS ten. You know, OS 10 running on a PC or Windows running on a Mac, I would choose OS 10 running on a PC every time, right? Like, to me, that's what makes the experience is OS 10. But at the same time, it really wouldn't be a Mac if you weren't buying the whole package. Like, I love Apple's hardware as much as I love their software, almost as much as I love their software. And and that's the thing that I love about my laptop is it's 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 rugged and durable, and I you just don't have any problems with it. Yeah, it's great. Um, uh, One thing is, though, uh, this is a computer that I sling around more than other ones, um, you know, for various reasons. But it actually did get, I think I did damage the screen a little bit uh, from being in a bag. Uh-oh. Uh, I think it's, it's a little bit lighter in one area. And I think that's from having pressure on it. Nothing you can do about it, though. Bummer. So I'm not gonna, again, I probably won't sell this one because I won't be able to sell it as like new. Which is going to kill the resale value, and so this yeah, is yeah, yeah. going to have for a while. Yeah, see, my my laptop, I don't think it would be like new, but it's not not in bad shape actually. Hmm. Looking here, I, I don't see anything wrong with it actually, which is unusual for me. I usually put a ding or two in it. You know what I did? I also um, <laughs> this is terrible. Uh, I dropped my iPad on my MacBook, which is terrible, right? Yeah, uh, error, oh. bad, bad, bad. 
what I did was, so I had the laptop open and I went and got my iPad mini and I was holding it. And for some reason I dropped it. I don't know why I dropped it. I'm sure there was like a good reason. Um, I think it was probably because I was watching a video on the MacBook. So I think I might've like been drifting off or something. Uh, but it, there's not like a gash in the, uh, in like the palm rest of my uh, MacBook. It's really, really funny. Um, in no way impacts functionality. It's really small. It looks like it just looks a little bit dirty. There doesn't look like a dent, um, but it is a tiny little dent. Never dented a MacBook like that before. Crazy. Unfortunately, it's really noticeable because it's uh, on. If at least to me, I don't think anybody else would ever notice it. But once you, you know, like once you see it there, you can't unsee it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have a uh, I have a Dell monitor that has a little scratch in it, uh, in in a specific spot on the screen, and it's that same. It's like once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's there. <laughs> oh, you can't unsee yeah. things. It's Man, the worst. It is so hot in here. Have I have I really explained my setup to you? You have explained it to me, and I understand how hot it is for you, and I completely sympathize. Two because... two Power Mac G fives, and it's not like they're working, but those things generate heat, man. What do you use a G5 for anymore? Okay, okay. So I haven't explained my setup to you. Okay, here's the deal. The reason I have two Power Mac G5s is uh, because they were free to me. Uh, they were the, the – I actually used to edit on these computers at the film company I used to work for, and they were no longer uh, usable anymore for, for editing purposes because all the software has moved to Intel Macs, right? So PowerPCs are – PowerPC software is gone. Um, and so they were useless computers and I just took them. And, uh, so in order to bring in multiple guests on Skype or even to bring you in, so you, uh, you are coming through Skype running on one power Mac G5, which is plugged into the mixer. The other power Mac G5 also has the ability. It also has Skype, uh, the, 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 the last version to run power PC, uh, Skype. And, um, it, it also uh, plugs into channel two, but it is, it, it that computer is also running logic and recording the whole thing as well. Uh so that's what I'm using those two Power Mac G5s for. And then I have a Mac Mini that is my media center. It is also currently streaming out our live broadcast via Nicecast. Huh. That's a useful setup. I like it. Yeah, the the only problem like I wish they were all Mac Minis cuz Mac Minis don't generate this kind of heat. Um, and it's funny cause like they're not working at all. The fans aren't running, but you know, if you put your hand kind of back here behind the desk, you can feel a little bit of heat radiating up and it's just, it must be like 80 degrees or 85 or something. And I've got the door closed and though the air conditioning is on, like the rest of the house doesn't need, need it right now. So the air conditioning is not running. Right. So you're so, in the South though, right? Like Tennessee. Uh, I'm near Nashville. Yeah. So it's not that pretty. hot here today though. It was like, uh, what? 68, I think is what it got up to. So unfortunately, here's what happened. Um, we turned off our heat uh, because that's what you do uh, in Pennsylvania in May. Uh, because Pennsylvania, in this area, it, we have very hot summers and very cold winters. So, you know, obviously you turn off your heat. Um, but what happened, well, you can't, uh, whoever said get a fan in the chat room, you can't get a fan when you're recording audio. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's bad. No fans, no air conditioning, no windows open. You know, you have like the uh, temperature of your room and that's it. Whatever room you're in, uh, you basically have to live with that. But Oh, hey, my uh, air conditioner just kicked on. Maybe it'll cool off in here. So that we don't have right now, I don't have heat uh, and it actually got really, really cold today. So do you but have you like, do you have like, gas? Take back, 
you have gas heat or something. Yeah, and you don't really. Right. So, so what you're saying is you extinguish the pilot light. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So we, we have electric heat, uh, which is both good and bad. It's a little more expensive, but in Tennessee, like, uh, because the temperature does fluctuate a lot in the spring and in the fall, because, because like uh, last week it was like up in the 80s, uh, which is air conditioning time. Uh, but then at night, like it'll drop down. So like probably tonight I'll even set it on heat and just set it low enough so that it will just take the edge off if it does drop down too low. But yeah, it, cause it fluctuates so wildly. You can't, you know, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be able to turn off the pilot light if I had gas heat for sure. Uh, a lot of time this time of year, uh, what happens is you go to bed and you're like sweating. It's like really, really hot. Right. You leave your windows open, you wake up, and it's like 15 degrees, and you're like, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. we uh, I don't know about 15, but we do get that fluctuation here. That's exactly what we get here. Spring and fall. Mm-hmm. Anyway, hey, I'm going to have to let you go. It's getting late, and yeah, I, uh, I, I have to get up early. Clock, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but it's hard not to chat about this stuff with uh, another nerd. So <laughs> No, I wish I just had a show completely devoted to being after dark. This is the most fun. I, yeah, when, can, whenever I record podcasts, this is the most fun that I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can talk about anything you want. Yeah, all right. You talk topics. to you soon. All right, well, hey, great show. Thanks for being on. Thanks, people in the chat room. Yep. All right, bye. All right, bye. Bye. <laughs>